Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light Alive. I'm a few you are at Begude. Another privilege is open up to you and I to learn from the feet of the Master. And glory to God in heaven for his sustaining grace again, granting unto us another privilege to learn at its feet. Yes, uh, coming Sunday, there is a message for us from the Word of God. And do not forget, Light and Life is a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of time. A topic is God promises restoration and protection. That is the game from the book of first, uh, from the book of Isaiah, I beg your pardon, chapter 43, verse 1 to 4, and a continuation from 10 to 12. I want to keep encouraging our heart to listen to this podcast. It's the word of God, and it's not a denominational base. It's a message. It's a message for our time. It's a message that is blessing us all. I pray that the Lord will grant unto us grace and understanding of his word in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, our lesson this time around is coming with a focus on two important things from our topic, the word restoration and protection. And then in understanding what should come to us is the fact that restoration has to do with a state or, or condition for repair. When we see someone, something has been repaired or when we refer to a, 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 a point of restatement of something or a point in which something had been able to be rebuked, then we say it is restored. And then when we talk about protection, protection has to do with having been safeguarded or being saved or, or, or being made safe or being at the point to be fortified or being guarded. These all express the word protection. Now to the topic again. It says God promises restoration and protection. Do not forget, throughout this month, we'll be looking at God's promises. And then, this is God's word for you today, as this become our concern of the lesson. And mind you, the lesson is still picking on to us, even if focus from the Israelite, their relationship with God. You know, last week we were able to deal with uh, uh, how the Lord had helped Solomon to build the temple and to build the temple and then there was dedication and in the process God spoke to him while he was asleep after the whole dedication and sacrifice. And the main point was pointing to know that thing than the fact that there must be a need for a relationship that is consistent, that must be kept in obedience to all his injunctions and this is where this lesson is coming much more of a concern of how human being may fail but god does not fail and then when we fail does it mean it is all a hand to us or when we are challenged in life does it mean that it is just going to be even a hand also to us this is what our lesson want to take focus on as we we'll learn more of god's nature and at the same time what is a Expected of us. I pray that the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. To our golden text, which is taken from the book of Isaiah, chapter 43, verse 1. It reads us. But now, this is what the Lord says He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not be afraid, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. Let us pray. Father, we are grateful and we bless your name for another privilege. We ask that the breath of you come upon your word, upon our heart. In the name of Jesus, amen. Our lesson comes in two parts. And the first part of the lesson says, God promises to rescue his people. Please open to read Isaiah 43, 
1 to 4. And here we're clearly able to see how the word of the Lord came. And through prophet Isaiah, God was declaring his mind unto his people. He calls their attention to the Father. He has been their creator. It wasn't about a present day. It has been in the past. He knew us even before we were born. And this is the same consciousness that must come to you and I as the word of God is coming to us today. That even before we were conceived in our mother's womb, he had knew us. And that is why he's saying us here in consciousness of attention to the Israelites saying he created them he formed them and for this reason he says to them do not be afraid and this message is coming at a point when the Israelites are already in exile in captivity and this is resulting from their disobedience to God you know the last week lesson was establishing something that if the Israelite could live on I mean Solomon and his children I mean the Israelite can ensure a relationship with God consistently then they will be saved and his promises to David will be established sure forever with them but in any way if they go on without obeying him he says he will put them and they will be displaced and this is why in this part of the lesson the Israelites were already in Hezai they were under the Babylonian uh, uh, torment at this point but the Lord is saying to them his message is coming I don't know also what is your home problem today I don't know what is that challenge that has become like a captivity I don't know that 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 challenge that is so unbearable God is also coming and saying he has created you he is the one that formed you and do not be afraid for I have ransomed you it is not about now the, the, the redemption of man the restoration of the soul of man has been a completed work even long time ago but God is saying bringing it also to your consciousness today that he has a power to ransom and you should just understand and dwell in this knowledge with him and then what more is the message of God for us here and how we can be able to ascertain that truly this is a God who has the power to do what he says he will do and that his promises can be trusted he was able to express even to the Israelite how he would do his rescuing his deliverance and his restoration for the Israelite in verse 2 we're able to see clearly that when the Lord says when they go through deep waters it will it will be with them and that is also saying to you and I also that what is that situation that is so unbearable God is saying he is with you right here right there right in he is with you for he will go through go with you meaning that even from the very beginning of it he is already in with you and to this point whatever it is that you are still faced with it may be that it may be sickness it may be whatever it is god is in in there with you and he's bringing his assurance to you that he would definitely be with you and much more he says also that when you go through rivers of difficulties you will not be drawn whatever is had is that terrible situation that you are passing it's like a river of difficulty it is a struggle for you but god is saying that you will not be drawn again he says when you walk through the fire of oppression you will not be burned up all of this is expressing that no matter how tormented you might have been physically oppressed or spiritually oppressed 
God is also saying that he will not allow all of this that looks like a fire unto you, that is so painful and it seems as if it's tearing you apart. He says he will not allow it to burn you. And then you wonder how. It is just God in with you. Meaning that no matter what comes our way, as difficult as it may be, God is already with us to see us through. Yes, we may see it as pain, just as the Israelite also, while in captivity, went through a lot. But God is saying that it will not be their hand. That is what he's trying to say. For he would definitely restore them. And this is where we are coming back even to our topic. He would definitely restore them. Their hand will be as if they had not even had an experience. And this is what the Lord is trying to say to you and I. And mind you also, God in his power is ready to extend his compassion. That is what he's doing. He's extending his mercy. He's trying to express that he loves and he honors us. And that is why he would always be with us in all that we go through. Yes, it may look to you that why did God even have to allow some things at first? Do not be moved by that. There are some things that we face even as believers that are served our cause. And some even are just there just because it's a part of the journey. But God is saying whatever it is with you he will be compassionate enough he will be so loving with you and he will ensure that he gives you honor such that you will be restored such that you will be redeemed such that you will be able to have a cause to still know that god is ever and forever faithful and this is what the lord has been able to establish here for the Israelites, says he will give away his nations for their own restoration he will ensure that his relationship for them stand sure do you also trust in the Lord or because of this you have also live or you are living of faith already God's word to us is coming to the assuring that God alone is he that can rescue no matter how it may be your help is nowhere else your help can't be found elsewhere no matter how promising or juicy it may be the help you need is only in Christ Jesus he is the one that remains faithful forever and he's the one that has the nature of mercy is the one that has the power to restore so as believer let us keep on understanding that god is holding us god is protecting us god is guiding us and god cares for us no matter what our challenge misspeaks right now his promises is ever sure i pray the lord bless us in jesus name amen so we'll go to the second part of the lesson and do not forget what stands so important in our first lesson is that do not be afraid god promises is entered for his own children trust in him stay to him stay with him i mean i beg your pardon and you will definitely receive his salvation so to the second part he says isaiah described as as god's Ah, sorry, Israel, I beg your pardon, described as God's witness, witnesses. That is taken from the book of Isaiah 43, that same book, from verse 10 to 12. And here, God is able to establish one certain truth, which he is also extending love 
unto his people and that is the fact that in two ways he describes them as witnesses and also as servants and this is a message for you and i it's a message to us as believers generally we have been called we have been saved we have been given an opportunity to be redeemed by the lord looking at the Israelite, even from the restoration power of god upon their life from egypt to all the experiences they went through in that land and how god restored them even in the journey in the wilderness how the lord was just standing in and expressing his love his help for them is expressing no other thing than God manifesting himself, his ways, and making himself known unto them that he is just the only God that can save, that can help, that can sustain his own. And in all of this, for this reason, he says they are a witness, and meaning that they are expected to also dwell in understanding that they have been called to be witnesses for him. You and I too have been able to taste of the wonders of God. We have been been able to have records of his dealings and deeds with us for all of this we have been called a witness unto god more so we are his servant and being his servant as an attribute is expressing that god is a lord over us and yes he's our savior he's our redeemer for this reason also we are messenger for him right on earth yes we no longer have jesus visibly with us but then he has given unto us grace to carry him he has his potential released in us and then we become a messenger for him here on earth and this is what the message is coming even to express to us the description of god to the israelite of they being witnesses for him and do not be be moved off from from this we as believers also expected to be witnesses for god we expected to to tell of what the lord has done we expected to declare the lord and remain with him do not forget that there is no other god aside him and this is what god even in his word has been able to establish for the israelite he says clearly to the fact that, that there never has been any god like him and there never would be and this is what god is he's not a god that can be that can be compared with any other thing if other if people choose to believe in idols if people choose to believe in man these things are not god these things will fail this thing has no life even in themselves for they don't have a life of their own but he that has the power even to to choose us to know us to create us is he that our life was ascribed to and it, it proved that yes we have our life in his hand is the fact that we must continue to be witness of him and we must declare even his duty uh, we must we must ascribe our life unto his service here on earth and that is what this part of the lesson is bringing to us as a close have you come to know the lord and you are still sitting and you are quiet you haven't been expressing him to the world you have not been declaring his his ways you have not been singing his praise change today the lord is counting on you and i to express the potency of his power to the world is counting on us that the saving grace of his redemption over our life is also extended to everyone and we are a messenger to carry this to the world i pray that the lord will grant us help and this is the end of our lesson i'm wishing us all a glorious service ahead of sunday and praying that the lord will grant us all grace to live faithful to his word in the name of jesus amen bye everyone the Lord bless you. Amen.